Game Boys. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Game Boy <laughs> Podcast. My name is Lux, and I'm your host, and with me as always, it's the man who could not be more excited for Nintendo's announcements they made today. It's Griffin Davis. Uh, yeah, happy content brand day. Yeah, happy um, AKA happy April, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> April Fools and pranks. Oh, you, oh, you 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 saw right through their ruse that every Zelda game is going to be on Switch this year. <laughs> yeah, um, it, yeah, and like the fact that uh, like Red Dead Redemption Two was going to be on there, and just yeah, yeah, I believe that according in the video description it says three forty five quote No, seriously, everything all caps is coming to the Switch. <laughs> um, it, it was pretty epic. Uh, I'm really excited to. Uh, have turbo tax on my switch do my taxes uh, maybe i'd actually get around to doing my taxes if i had turbo tax on my switch to be honest um just kidding government i always love to pay them um griff how's it going what's going on with you oh man uh i'm playing uh, a game a little game called Sekiro shadows die twice uh, playing is an understatement i'm in a fierce battle with this game uh it's really good but i wouldn't recommend it to anyone <laughs> no one should play this game uh a weird thing to say yeah it's just so <laughs> fucking metal and hard like the dark souls franchise is known for being the hard franchise to play those games are easy compared to this game like this game is just so you have to block and parry every single sword hit from the boss or you just die immediately like it's just brutal and like I'm gonna beat it and I've like made that promise to myself that I'm gonna do it but I've been fighting the same boss for the last seven hours yeah that's what I've heard from you on the internet yeah that you've been fighting the same boss for several days so I can't recommend it to any human well cool too bad I'm gonna have to play it for this show um yeah (laughs) that's unfortunate for me a guy who doesn't like those games uh but Lux you sent me a video I did uh, I really did you want to talk about it um yeah so yesterday the trailer for the upcoming Magic the Gathering set War of the Spark drop Mm-hmm. Um, now, this might feel strange to you, because if you know anything about Magic the Gathering, you know it's a card game. And so you know that a trailer is a little bit of a weird choice to advertise a card game. A weirder choice is that the trailer is scored by what you could call as a D-plus version of Joanna Newsom doing a cover of Linkin Park's... Uh, what's that one called? Doesn't even matter. In the end. In the end. Linkin Park's in the end. Dude, so fucking epic, dude. Yeah. <sighs> it was just like harps and this weird lady voice singing in the end while a bunch of characters, uh, names unknown, except the dragon's name Nicole Bolas. I know that. Um, do a bunch of magic shit at each other, and it is wacky as hell. I'm very excited for this set. <laughs> put put Lincoln Park covers in everything. Put it in Yoshi World. Uh, put it in The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I was wa- in Simpsons Tapped Out. So I was watching the trailer because I like I I love magic. We've talked about it on the show. I play it a lot. And I was watching the trailer and I liked it. I liked the trailer. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about it. Well, yeah, it did look fun, but I was like trying to parse <laughs> it for like clues about what's going to be in the set like what what yeah, are the mechanics yeah, going to be what it means to gameplay at all yeah i was like <laughs> looking for clues and then we had a minute in i was like wait a second is that lincoln park yeah yeah it did, <laughs> it did then, like, sneak up on you and then like yeah. all other elements of the trailer <laughs> flew right the fuck out the window like i was like i don't know what's going on i don't care i seem to figure out where the song came from 
Um, yeah, well, yeah. It's, so, a, it's a it's a banger. Yeah, I looked it up. It looks like this is gonna be a really plain set Walker centric set, uh, which seems stupid to me. But all of updates. I'm nodding my head. I don't know what that all means. All updates as it comes out. <laughs> it's a new kind of car they made several sets That's ago cool. that some people like, but most people this, don't like. This trailer reminds me of uh, the the good old days when there'd be a Gears of War trailer with Mad World playing underneath it. Oh, like, classic! You know those like OG days where we're like the most sensitive hardcore gamers. I you know, watching that on YouTube. <laughs> And then walking into my European history class in high school and being like, I'm going to play that game. Yeah, dude. That, oh. Honestly, that like some people can't pinpoint it, but that was the moment for me when I got woke. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> here's another thing that's happening, Griffin. You're going to be excited about this. Starting this week, Blood Bowl's back, baby. Oh, no. We're Blood Bowling again. The season no. season three of There Will Be Blood Bowl. Get, oh, ban Blood Bowl. Uh, no. This year's team, what we're running with is a squad called the Pervert Underground. They're all a bunch of weird sex guys. God damn it. Because the team I'm playing on all looks like weird sex guys. Um, um, well, yep. I'm excited to have to be, we'll be getting updates into this once, once again. A week. I'll try to stream <laughs> it again so that there's a reason for y'all to listen to me update it. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than no one else will let me talk about it. So this is my only outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, no. It looks like we have to get to our guests. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OK. Uh, we have been talking a long time, so I do want to uh, introduce we have a great guest who had a great pick this week Lux. okay oh great great pick Lux. uh she's a very funny talented sketch comedian at the pack theater welcome to the podcast elisa and ellis uh hi nice to meet you hey hello. what's up yeah hello thanks for coming and being on our show yeah thanks for having me yeah this is kind of we're all kind of meeting for the first time and we've we've talked outside the theater briefly of uh, you've lent me a hat uh, yes. but yes. Uh, other than that you know it's it's, a, it's i think it's a great meeting ground you know video games are often actually how i like to meet people you know at, at, at the start me less yeah. but still cool that we're doing this <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, what I guess we'll just start with all of the regular questions we usually ask, which includes how what's your history with video games? Like how long have you been playing? How'd you get into it? Um Wow. Um I I I geez, my my family got like a, a an Apple computer in the kitchen a long time ago. Ooh, kitchen with- computer. Classic. A classic kind of computer, because there's really only certain things that you can pull off on a kitchen computer. Like, Yeah, it's the like, world's best parental control. Yeah, yeah, because you really can't get that devious. I mean, the most you can do is a little bit of Sims, I think, on the kitchen comp. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what were you we playing on the kitchen computer? Um, it was a lot of those, like, uh, point-and-click... Um, Adventure games uh, like uh, Day of the Tentacle and like yeah. uh, like an Indiana Jones one. Uh, and then uh, I would go over to my friend's house and play on her like Windows 95 computer and we would play Tomb Raider 2. And sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. So a lot of a lot of like the classics of like the early, early PC gaming sort of world. Yeah. So between that and the game we're bringing today, are you mostly a, a computer gaming person? Do you not play a lot on consoles or, or has that changed at all in the past year, years of your life? I, I do play on consoles, but I think I'm definitely more of like a, a definitely more of like an MMO type person. Mm, like okay. I'm a very like like I, I played a lot of games with like my friends, like sharing the the computer or like my brother and I used to play like EverQuest together and I would control the movements and he would control the other side of the keyboard, which was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can switch uh, between uh, potion hotkeys. <laughs> um, and that's uh, it. Have fun. He could, he could forage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that it's like giving someone like the inactive side of like a, a weed stick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like playing a two-player. It's like playing a two-player Switch game, just giving them an off Joy-Con. Um, so or giving them the weird Joy-Con that's hard to use. Yeah, <laughs> just that, just that one that's like the stick is closer to the buttons. Oh, and no, one, no one, no one wants that stick, guys. Let's when I be play honest. Smash with the Joy-Con set up that way, I can't. My Smash moves never work, and I just end up taunting all the time. Like I keep trying to hit a finishing move, and then I just taunt and get killed. It sucks ass. Yeah. Um. So how? So this is kind of new for us because I think feel like a lot of people we've played with are usually more like console focused or like yeah. serious single player focused. Sure. But um, what is it about MMOs that like made you kind of get into that? I mean, I know you mentioned playing with people, but is there something more to it? Or um, I think it's just that I like meeting people online and I like kind of like interacting with folks and that kind of like social element is very exciting to me. Yeah. That is um, such an optimistic take on people on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely you definitely can meet more friends in video games online because there's a teamwork element as opposed to when you're on a forum and it's just a bloodbath. Like no one's working together on a forum. Like, you Maybe know, my experience is that I'm bad at, at online video games. And so I don't make <laughs> friends. So I just get yelled at for <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the game, right? Like, I feel like you need a, 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 a an online game that's like brutally hard. Okay. Like, like, yeah, because then everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, like, let's team up against this horrible world that sure. just wants to destroy Out us. of necessity, there yeah. has to be friendship and alliance. That's true. Yeah. But if they oh, make it man. too easy, then. Uh, Did you think EverQuest was that? kind oh, of thing even everquest was like sadistic yeah like yeah you could lose all your shit you could lose your levels you could lose everything right mm-hmm. yeah and and like then That's we'll, so we'll talk about wrong. kind of like the game a little bit later but like one thing that like world of warcraft did was try to be a little more forgiving with some of that stuff mm-hmm. but vanilla wow is still so fucking brutal yeah yeah God, and there's yeah. something to that grind like do you like the grind yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, that, that's, I think, an official new question at the Game Boys. Do you like the grind? Yeah, it's that's like, up there with how them sticks feel, for sure. Do you say yes to the dress? I mean, I, I mean, it's it's not fun. People on the time are like, I like this game. The one part I don't like is how much grinding you have to do. And I'm just sitting there like, that's the best part. <laughs> um, and so Again, it's nice I'm there to, for the people. So, like, if you're grinding with people, it's great. Or if you're grinding by yourself in a dark room and not talking to anyone, it's also good and therapeutic, I promise. And I'm fine. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Not to, you don't have to worry about me at all. It's like meditating, I think. Yeah, no, that's why I like it. I like getting into a rhythm of like combat and stuff. That's why I like playing those JRPGs where it's like, oh, to beat this boss, I have to grind 18 levels. I better just go out in a field and fight for four days. Mm-hmm. And then it's like for four days, I'm just like relaxed. And then and going, back to, going back to Sekiro, the problem is you can't do that. You can't grind up in Sekiro to like come back and like be stronger and have a fair chance against the boss. You have the only way to get stronger in the game is to kill the bosses. So like you, there's no way to do it. Like you can do some side stuff, but like you just have to get good. And it's well, Griffin, you, the person levels up. Oh, that's true. Human yeah. Griffin becomes more powerful as the game goes on. That's true. Yeah. Spiritually I'm leveling up. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, spirituality is all that really matters when it comes to video games. That's the main <laughs> reason people do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, okay. So, so you play a lot of, of MMOs and shit. Is there any, were there any sort of, or is there a game you're playing now, like an MMO or anything like that? That's like really controlling like your time or that you're really invested in? Uh, no, I, uh, I recently quit. Wow. 
and I Whoa. am free. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, thank uh, I, you. I also, yeah, I'm six months sober on WoW. Um, Congratulations. I, I play every new expansion pack, and they've made it so casual and friendly that, that it's just like it's worth the whatever 40 or 50 bucks. Uh, and I'll play it for like, you know, 40 hours, 50 hours, do the whole campaign. And then right when it starts to become a grind, I just stop. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm kind of in the same boat right yeah. now. So you played yeah. the most recent one? Mm-hmm. Very which briefly. One, which one was that? Battle for, no. no. Battle for no. Azeroth? Is that? Yeah, Battle for Azeroth. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And they go to the islands. Yes, yeah. with the, the trolls. There's the troll island, and then there's um, the other island. <laughs> trolls, the Jar Jar yeah. Binkses of the Warcraft universe. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, Senator Jar Jar Binks, we got our eye on you. This podcast has got your know, number. I'll call out Senator Jar Jar Binks right now. It's his, He's the one who proposed the vote of no confidence in Order 54 in the first place. No, yeah, absolutely. There's blood on his hands. Yeah, impeach Jar Jar Binks. That's impeach. our new, that's our main thing right now. That guy is a bad senator. Um, you mentioned you're playing uh, Divinity Original Sin right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> My game of the year, both years that a game of theirs came out. Um, uh, are you yeah. playing the first one or the second one? Uh, first one. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to are you enjoying it? I, I am. I, I uh, kind of got into it a little bit. <laughs> what uh, what's your what's your character? What are you running with? Um, I have a, a like a, an assassin type character and a, a whatever mage wizard type character, I think. Nice. Which are you are you doing fire magic or? Oh, always. Yeah. OK, cool. Good. Yeah. Because <laughs> that game, the one thing, the thing, the thing about that game, Watch like all stupid questions. <laughs> well, I just wanted to, you know, sometimes I assume a thing and then I'm wrong. So I'd rather I look dumb than the guest because I'm nice to people. I've never not picked Charizard. Charizard squad. Um, but yeah, well, that game is so much fun because like blowing shit up in that game is like insanely good. <laughs> like it's so satisfying. Just like set an entire stage on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that you can like you can oil shit the and then you. like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's so, oh, it's so fucking just like cathartic to just have like five or six skeletons coming at you and then you just like blow them all up at once and you're just like, ah. Yeah. I think in real life at some point I really do want to like soak an area in gasoline and shoot a flaming arrow at it. Like I think before I die, I have to do that IRL. It just seems yeah. too good. <laughs> if ever in my life I could possibly afford it. A hundred percent. I think we should start up some kind of Patreon luck so we can kind of start doing these kind of real world stunts. Uh, we start a Patreon. Start it's like our Patreon. Video game uh, events. When we get 50 patrons, we'll pour a bunch of gasoline in the field and set it on fire. <laughs> um, thank you for your support. <laughs> game Boys <laughs> Podcast is making total trash. I mean, I would support that. Um, that's yeah. what our header would say. Uh, yeah. yeah. We need a Patreon, I think. Um, okay. Well, we can work on that. Um, so, okay. Well, what else is there? So. Um, you do comedy, you do sketch. That's how you know Griff, right? Do like the pack theater and all that, right? Uh, yeah. Do you ever sort of bring the the video game aesthetic or like video game rules to your sketch stuff, or do you ever talk about that in comedy, or is that sort of a separate separate world? Um, no, I, I sometimes do. I I actually uh, work on a, a sketch comedy show that is about video games. So so absolutely yes. Is it sure. by any chance Dan Kerrigan's show? Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, it's like a sequel. Back. Oh, um, what a world! Yeah, Just like I guess. we're collecting every member of Patsy, we'll also collect every member of Cutscene eventually until we both go to jail. Well, <laughs> well, weird endpoint. <laughs> I guess like unrelated. It is true but that true. I confess to crimes on this show <laughs> a lot. Um, so that's not out of the question. Um, well, do you, is it like how? 
what about video games? Because like, everyone we talk to who does sketch and does video games tends to have like at least a couple of funny video game sketches or a couple of things they like to do with it. I know Griffin likes doing shit with it. So do I. What is it? Do you think about video games that makes it so sort of sketchable? I, I think it's just like when you apply the rules that are in video games to real life, it's very strange, right? Like, like you, you play like a like a game where you go into people's houses and you root through their shit and you take all of it and then you sell it like that that doesn't work in real life but that that makes like an interesting kind of sketch when you're looking at it and you're like what the fuck is yeah, this just like like, the, like this idea that there's loose bullets in every drawer yeah like is such a funny idea to me yeah, yeah. or i guess like the the sort of normative normativity of video games where it's like every time you jump you jump the same height and like every time you run it's the same speed is also a very funny like thing to imagine being the way the real life works. Uh, also, imagining having a health bar makes me laugh a lot. And just also in general, just, yeah. There's there's all sorts of realities, like the fact that like oh, like some cars you can't open. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. in real life. Most cars you can't open. Oh, that's true. I guess. Well, I'm thinking more like there's like a lot. I guess you're right. I mean, you can if you're determined enough. Yeah, it does happen to me a lot where I try to start a car and it goes. Uh, sorry, this requires license skill set, which you don't have. <laughs> Uh, level up and come back again. Um, that's just a real life experience I have often. Yeah, I, I um, just hit I hit a paywall with driving a car, so <laughs> called gasoline. Yeah, yeah. So I tried yeah. the free trial and hit a paywall. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the patience for all the microtransactions involved in being a person who has a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, I ride the bus. Um, but I think. We fucked around enough, and there is a lot to talk about with this game. So, Griffin, yes, let's get to it. You mentioned uh, you mentioned a bus, and and speaking of transportation, why don't we transport to a different kind of world? I was about to make a similarly stupid segue. I just want you to know that. (laughs) A little bit of history about this game. In 2004, the popular American video game studio Blizzard released World of Warcraft, a massive multiplayer online role-playing game that would change gaming forever. Its expansion sequel, The Burning Crusade, released three years later in 2007, selling 2.4 million copies on release day, making it the fastest-selling PC game of all time. World of Warcraft had grown to be a cultural juggernaut, maintaining over over 8 million monthly subscribers at $15 a piece, alongside viral YouTube content like the Leroy Jenkins video, and even an episode of South Park. Blizzard devs knew that to top this expansion, they had to bring out their greatest canon villain of all time. Wrath of the Lich King took the players to a brand new continent of Northrend, where they would finally go toe-to-toe with Arthas, the Lich King, the villain that inspired so much of the original fandom of Warcraft. Releasing in 2008, it was a jaw-dropping amount of new content and bringing Warcraft subscriber rates to its historic peak with over 12 million monthly subscribers. Did this expansion (laughs) redefine why World of Warcraft is king, or was it the first warning signs of the ultimate demise and fall of one of video games' biggest titans? This week, we'll let the Game Boys decide with World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. Watlock. Um... Yeah, is that Wodel? Wodle K. <laughs> K sounds like the name of a place in The Witcher. Oh man. Um Okay, so Yeah, we we always ask the guests at the beginning why why they decided to pick this game. Uh, but I feel like we should go around starting with you about just like our relationship to World of Warcraft a little bit and like how much <laughs> each of us have played, like what our experience has been, just like bullet point wise. Feels like you're really setting me up for a trap here, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that is a good idea. So at least, yeah, like, what is your, how, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about your history with WoW. Okay. Uh, I started playing it, uh, like in 
vanilla wow and kind of was like on and off and then uh in wrath uh, i got way too into it uh i was in college and i only had like a part-time job doing retail sales at macy's so i had all the time in the world to play this game all the time uh and uh it was my life for like two years so so that's that's my my experience with it (laughs) All right. uh, Lux, you go first next. I don't fucking play online games, dog. I don't play them. <laughs> you I don't never, give a you shit. never played World of Warcraft. I've never played an MMO, dude. We've talked about this. I don't do it. Dang! I when I was a kid, my dad said that it, my dad said it was against the rules when I was a kid. <laughs> and smart, then smart. when I got older, mm-hmm. like his reasoning for why it would be against the rules made a lot of sense to me. So I never did it. it he was like. Yeah, if you either you'll hate it and not have any fun or you'll like it and play it all the time and get enmeshed in it. Neither of those are outcomes that I'm super into. So I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I will say this, though. I've played every Warcraft game of like the the strategy games a lot. Yeah, because those are those are shorter and they're like narrative based and you can like beat them. Yeah. So I played like I've beaten one. I've beaten two and all the expansions I've beaten three and all the expansions like over and over and over again. I'm ready to get reforged when it comes out mm-hmm. um, for my research for this game. Since I refused to play Wrath of the Lich King, I just replayed the undead campaign in frozen throne. <laughs> um, like I, I love similar. those games and I love that world. Um, well, it's, but, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that you had a, a father figure that, that warned you of this. Cause I also had a similar father figure warn me about world of Warcraft, except it wasn't my father. It was the GameStop employee that w- I was trying to buy the game from. Uh, I had seen on YouTube like this, and this must've been like maybe like sixth or seventh grade or something I was in saw on uh, it was on YouTube or one of those weird video sites I saw the Leroy Jenkins video and it just unlocked a part of my brain I'd never seen like a video game that looked like World of Warcraft with like all these people online playing together like I just didn't even consider that could happen like in video games that speaks to such a difference when you're in my internet upbringing because I was (laughs) fucking gooning on something awful on my brother's account at that point in time yeah and so the the Leroy Jenkins video came out and everyone was just like this is so funny fucking dumb lol these idiots <laughs> on something awful but i'm like the youtube world everyone's like this seems so neat <laughs> yeah right um so maybe you were at, so like internet woke before me lux but oh, i was i just meant i was on like the hater web you're on the okay yeah yeah you're <laughs> just on the like hater a web, web full of extremely negative people which to which i am to this day well, listen you ain't made it till you hated oh then i am Made it. <laughs> you have, then you have Super truly made fucking it. made it. Thank yeah. you for the update on me. <laughs> uh, and so I tried to go buy World of Warcraft immediately after watching the Leroy Jenkins video at the GameStop. And the guy was like, at the counter was like, you don't want to buy this game. Like he had this like weird, like, like kind of like mystic look in his eye. Like he just like was a wise old man. Uh, and he told me not to buy it because I would never stop playing it. Uh, and I was like, sell me this game immediately. Uh, and he was right. I played through, uh, basically I've, I played hardcore through vanilla, then did a lot of, uh, like raiding, like two, like two or three nights a week, like in burning crusade. And then wrath of Lich King, I played around a lot, but it was a little more casual. Uh, and then I've kind of just dipped into, as I've, as I've just, I had to have a life now. I can just not in high school anymore. Uh, I've like played every expansion since then, but just for like a few hours. All right. Well, Griffin to quote Eminem in eight mile, I heard something about you, which is, is it true that on your server, at least you invented the ice mage model for the arena in wow. Is that how deep this goes? Um, 
uh, in season two of Burning State, I did a lot of PvP, uh, and I eventually got uh, with this clan of, of of PvP guys that were all really good people, but also super toxic. Like I was kind of like a toxic gamer back then, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and our guild was called Pain Olympics, based on that horrible video online. Oh no! Uh, and we all got Gladiator uh, and just like trolled everyone on the servers uh, and just dueled everyone outside Orgrimmar, and it was it was very toxic <laughs> but did but, you what so Burf was telling me Burf friend of the podcast both has been a roommate to both me and Griffin at different I, times I played I played a frost mage I made lots of videos teaching people how to play uh the game and how to play frost mage pvp if that's what you're asking yeah well, that was what Burf said yeah. that you were like an innovator in the pvp frost mage I wasn't an innovator there's way bigger youtubers than me but I was posting and people also did talk shit about me on the forums uh right they, that was the other thing Burf said is that people talk shit about you in particular in like unsolicited forums uh it, it got so bad at one point that I did consider like transferring to a different server uh but it was also so funny like because uh, I popped on like a I took a break and I popped on like a year later and just like said what up in trade chat and like the same motherfuckers were out there and like it was like weird that these strangers knew me <laughs> like it's, I don't know uh, so but, Griffin's um, a wow celebrity yeah wow celebrity <laughs> minor last celebrity not anymore though because I think that's the problem with World of Warcraft sorry we'll get more into Wrathless in a second is oh. now all the server stuff doesn't matter uh, because it's all cross server so there isn't this sense of, of community like uh, I started on a big server and then I eventually transferred to a smaller server so I could kind of be more of a big fish in a small pond which is like good for like players like me who want to like raid all the end content and like want to be in the best guilds like it's hard to get into the good guild on the giant servers because they've been huge and established uh, so I, I transferred to I forget the name of the server and that's kind of like where I made a name for myself I would never actually be able to cut it in the big <laughs> leagues Ah. <laughs> Do you have any uh, similar server experience, like uh, changing servers or meeting people or whatever nonsense? Yeah, yeah. I was on a, I was on a role playing server um, because I, I, I hell not, yes. I now explain really... what that is for people that don't know. It, it's for people who like to pretend to be their characters, like truly pretend. Like I've been on servers where people don't use the run function and they just do the walk, like slowly function because they want to save energy, which yeah. is not a stat in the game. Uh, my my particular role playing server was uh, a lot of people who were doing like I, I don't know it was like vampire role play like sex shit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we I oh, think we were kind of known for that. Uh, but I remember there was like, night elf prostitution rings. Yeah, all yes. kinds of crazy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, some weird stuff. It's like it's like thirty percent blood elves or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these, just like in the real world, these these people these 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 rich elves are fucked. Yeah, yeah ooh. I ran into my friend that I had been grouping with, and I was like, "Oh, hey, you want to do some quests together?" And he's like, "Sure," and then invites me to his group where they're like doing their like. Uh, role play while we're trying to do quests and it's just like this it was a fun server and it was like a a, a very interesting environment and I think it added a level level to the game that uh you know I wouldn't have had on another server mm-hmm. yeah no that's actually something I'd like to, to ask more about because I I don't so I don't play MMOs so I play a lot of RPGs and I play a lot of tabletop RPGs um which involve like role playing role playing as well and so I'm wondering, like, what what it was about the sort of role playing element of of like playing WoW, but like really playing WoW that like kind of drew you into that. Um, I 
didn't really role play, but I did kind of like walking around the city and seeing all these people like walking around and like kind of like sitting in the benches and stuff like that. It just felt more alive. Definitely. And it felt a little more real than like, (laughs) say, for example, like a PVP server where everybody's like all business all the time. Agro too. Yeah. Yeah. Just mean. Yeah. And I guess like you're kind of, it's like, well, I feel like, and again, not an expert, but from what I understand, it feels like. When you play an MMO on a big server, you're kind of running in parallel to a bunch of other people who are just kind of doing similar stuff. We don't really intersect or interact at all. And I can see how, like, the role play thing would kind of, like, fix that problem. But at the same time, if you play the game like a role play, you just fundamentally are going to have these, like, weak-ass characters that never get anything done. Like, like everyone's going to have the weird role play requirements, and you're never going to be able to complete a hard dungeon or a raid because, like, someone wants to, like, look at a painting on the wall or something like that, you know? It's like, you know, that's the, the, the... the stick of it kind of like you're not is, gonna is that, that does that check out uh i i think that we were like i never got to like the serious guilds or anything or there are like serious guilds yeah there are there are yeah. definitely and there are like people who are like normal players um so like when you're raiding you're raiding when you're role-playing you're role-playing mm-hmm. so like I never ran into something where shit wouldn't happen because people were too busy. Like, oh, my elf would feel that this was inappropriate <laughs> because of her backstory. And the maybe it's better as you get to higher levels. I remember trying to get through like the early twenties and thirties of like leveling a character on a role playing server and just being so frustrated with the people <laughs> in the dungeons I was with. Just being like, they were just truly awful. Uh, but maybe it gets. It, I'm sure there are guilds that are still good. I do want to have. Do you have questions about guilds? Have you ever been in any interesting guilds? Because Guilds are a weird social uh, part of this game. And then we'll finally talk about this expansion in particular. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on a guild. Um, what I don't remember what it was called, but I was on a guild and we we did like we were kind of like doing the raids like but we were like a raid behind. So we weren't doing like the newest raid. We were uh-huh. doing like the previous one. Um, and that was like a nice group of folks. Uh, I met one of them in person. We went and saw a movie together. It was, it was pretty exciting. Wait, wow. Was it like a date or was it like a friend thing? Um, I thought it was like a friend thing. Devastating. Was was he really a orc? <laughs> uh, what, what do you mean? Like, would oh, you, I was, oh, was he, he's a like, physically, a, a, physically an orc? Honestly, I movie and then like Thrall is just like, hey, Thrall's a daddy. I wouldn't complain about that. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, look, he's hey. a whole snack. <laughs> he's a he's the full blown war chief. Yeah, uh, he's the, he's the real war chief. Take that garage hell scream. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Clock that reference. Um, yeah. So, Wrath of Lich King brought on a bunch of new stuff to the game like in in some ways it's like some of like they added so many new elements to the game than ever before uh like they added a whole new class which is probably the first thing we should talk about which is like the death knight uh and they added this whole new like story and like uh kind of like uh narrative where you're like working for the lich king at the beginning and then like defect like from him like did you think that was fun did you level a death knight oh i loved that yeah yeah i loved that yeah uh, Wrath is about where I stopped being able to follow like all the lore of huh. like World of Warcraft, but yeah, 
That was right. a lot of fun. Huh. Yeah, for me, I felt like Wrath was the like the the time where they tried to, at least in the questing, add more and more of the canon and narrative than ever before. Because like mm-hmm. in Burning Crusade, which was the second expansion pack, Illidan was the big bad guy, but you, he kind of didn't make that many appearances. Like you didn't get to interact with Illidan that much till he was the final raid boss at the end of the expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this game, they do try to include the Lich King more into the narrative and in the questing, uh, and and I feel like they do. Add add uh more story to the leveling that's that's really fun yeah Uh, well this was where they started doing like phasing right yeah phasing which is a huge element to the game uh could could you describe what phasing is uh so you as as you're progressing through a zone you like as you as you complete certain milestones you unlock additional like areas and you see a different version of the zone so like you go there and you're like in a town and then there's like a raid and then it's like the town is gone after the raid and it, it was kind of a cool thing yeah well that actually that actually gets to one of the things that in my research about this game was the one thing that made me go yeah cool which is that it seems like the game really does sort of like make the world kind of alive in a way that you have to deal with. Like the beginning of Wrath of the Lich King, like the pre-event thing where like zombies attack everything. And there's like the huge zombie attack on Azeroth, right? right? Like that yeah. seemed like that's was fucking great. that's fucking super cool to me. Yeah, or like all the cities got attacked by undead hordes as like a pre-warm-up for like the day when it dropped. Like I those moments in WoW are always great. Like the moment right before an expansion drops. Like I remember like there's a like for the Burning Crusade, you're just standing in the Badlands and there's this giant dark portal and like everyone on the servers crowding around it waiting for like the expansion to unlock. It's like those moments are super fun. Yeah, and that's usually yeah cool like and phasing speaks to that too like that's the part where it feels like that's the part where it feels like an mmo in the way that like movies represent the idea of an mmo where it's like you're just in this world where things happen and it changes but you live there now and you're doing stuff yeah Mm -hmm. um and like those big events like things like phasing speak to that too in a way that i think like that for me is like if i were ever to pick up one of these games i won't um (laughs) uh don't worry i mean you said you like grinding so yeah well there's that but like look i got fucking i just got final fantasy 7 on the switch i got all the grinding i need um but uh oh dude like, how much is that 15 Ooh, i cannot afford it this month but soon it's like a hundred hour game right yeah if you play it that way like you can get through okay. it pretty quick or pretty slow cool um uh but yeah the phasing was cool it's the first time where like it, you it showed like your questing actually had an effect on the world as opposed to like you know like just doing something and then like everything responds later so it doesn't feel like you did anything uh and then it's also narratively cool because like the narrative is we we are like invading this island we're like invading Northrend and we're slowly building an assault getting closer to the Lich King's ice <laughs> castle and so like the ice crown uh, citadel zone or whatever uh, uh like all the quests you're like slowly like building towers and like building tanks and like breaking through lines of defense and like the game is changing visually like that was all a huge success I, I think yeah that was super cool like that is probably why I got so invested in it yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah, it does have a real like uh, humanity bands together against like unknowable evil sort of vibe, mm. which is like a real easy way to like, I don't know. I get real. I love those kind of fucking stories. They're so fucking cool. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about, I guess, your specific experience of the game. Like, did you have a character that you leveled who was like your favorite of the ones you ran or? Uh, yeah, I had two that I played during uh, Wrath. I had a, a paladin that I would play as a healer and I had a fire mage. 
cool. Yeah. Because if you were if you were in the roleplay or were you playing on a roleplay server still then or do you? Uh, yeah. Were there any fun? Always on the roleplay server. <laughs> oh, cool. So were there any like fun characteristics of those characters or anything that like you got really into? Uh, with that game. Uh, well, I mean, like I liked playing the paladin because they were super uh, overpowered during Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good reason. That sounds that, fucking rad. It's always fun when they're overpowered for a little bit. Death Knight was overpowered. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah, very overpowered. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that seems fucking cool. Griffin, what characters did you play? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My original character was a night elf warrior, which is one of the hardest classes to level in vanilla WoW. Like, it's almost impossible to do it. It's like the worst choice you could make. Uh, I didn't know that. I just picked something that I thought was cool when I was 11 years old. Uh, sure. And then it was just like, oh, no, this is going to be the worst move set and you can't heal. Yeah, I feel like uh, this happens to you a lot with video games when you were a kid is that yeah. like you just inadvertently did the dumbest thing imaginable. And just put my head down <laughs> and fucking did it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for at least for context, I don't know if, you, if you've listened to the or if you listen to the show at all, but if you Griffin has mentioned on the show that as a child he played through kingdom hearts and got almost to the end of it without ever realizing you could change equipment or level up the entire game and i was like this is hard <laughs> uh, like, so here we go I, I, again i respect another, that yeah yeah it was hard another kid griffin classic so you made a character that totally was impossible to play as and then yeah and then i, I and i did that one but I, I think my my career truly blossomed when i discovered like the mage character like which was the first class that was like oh this is fun to play uh because it was a ranged character you could you could like nail people from across the map with your with your bolts of like ice uh and you could blink. Uh, so, like, the character, you like, which is a teleport move, you can okay, dance so like, around. Blink is the same as, like, a stalker in StarCraft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you could do things like like that. Um, so, I'll, I'll, like, the game opened up for me in terms of, like, oh, now I have a, mo- a character that's like, has mobility, like, and, and is powerful, but they're, like, also weak. Like, it's a glass cannon. Like, few hits from someone and you'll die. Uh, but it was just way more fun to play, and that's the character I, I really got good at, and I played a blood elf. <laughs> so, basically, someone that looks exactly like me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I was a blood elf mage, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blood yeah. elf mages. Well, actually, uh, this was part of my PvP video breakdown, uh, God, this is just going to be a really nerdy podcast. Uh, there is a, a, a racial ability they have, which is the AOE silence. Yeah, they changed that now. They changed it now because it was overpowered. But everyone said that undead mages were the best PvP. But I argued that you could actually counterlock an entire like 5v5 team by like, because it's an extra silence. Yeah. Because like in mage PvP, it's all about silencing all the casters on the other team. Uh, so I could like blink into the middle of them, pop the a- AOE silence, and like this bubble goes out that stops anyone from casting spells. Uh, and it was like a great talent that like I saw almost no one using in PvP. Oh, what else forever? Yeah, yeah. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. <laughs> okay, here's a question. Um, even Dean Pretty Deep in the Warcraft lore... I feel like this doesn't get fleshed out in the in the RTS games. What's the difference between a blood elf and a regular elf and a night elf? The the blood elves uh, like used the sun wells magic, I think, right? They be, yeah. They became addicted to it, and I think they used just like I think they got a they got addicted to dark blood magic, and like their civilization kind of collapsed, and people are like recovering from it now. Got hashtag relatable content, honestly. <laughs> right? Isn't that kind of their their yeah. vibe? Isn't that also like the the, the drain eye? No, the oh. nightfallen, or right? The new the new is there a new class? Right, new, new race? Elves? 
right? They're news. They're, they're oh yeah. yeah uh, and the now there's ones. two. Now they have just re. They've like just done slightly different colors of every yeah. of every race and called it a new one. That sounds rightish to me. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's that's approximately. Um, it. But going back to Wrath, did you play the raids in Wrath? I did. Okay, I did. And did you did you kill the Lich King? <laughs> not in Wrath. No. Okay. Yeah, I started doing ice. Cream. In real life, you killed the Lich King, just not in Wrath. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, I guess I guess uh, any 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 final thoughts before we go to commercial break? Like any final moments that you remember well, about I, this expansion pack in particular? Yeah, well, let's do that. But I have one more question before we go to commercial. Okay, break. just do oh. that then. Like, yeah, lead in on that. <laughs> okay, so um. We just talked about like sort of moments that were like built into the game to be cool moments. You know what I mean? But were there any like specific mm-hmm. moments of like weird human like you just experiencing the game that stand out like outside of like what the game wanted you to be doing? Um, I don't know. Like a lot of that stuff were, were kind of like you would I, like something that was always weird for me is like when I would be playing with people that like. I kind of perceive them as like their avatars, right? Like their characters. And I would see their character and be like, oh, this is who this person is. And then like, I would find out that like that, that skinny blood elf that I play with is like a middle-aged father of three, who's like a computer engineer or something like, so there was always like that, that weird moment when you kind of find out who someone is in real life, which was very interesting. Well, Um, yeah, that is like a weird, mostly kind of surreal experience to like, yeah have a mental image of someone which is like wreathed in flames wielding like a battle axe but the real thing is like wearing a baseball cap and like uh, khakis yeah or like a a, uh yeah i mean like all of my weird experiences are around like the people there or like i told you guys i met one of my guild mates in person um like the the i had a friend that i i talked to all the time online whose name was dracos and then, like, we decided, like, oh, yeah, let's let's friend each other in real life. But we didn't, like, want to do Facebook because that was, like, too much. <laughs> so we both made MySpace profiles Epic. and added each other. <laughs> Whoa. That's some weird. That's, that's hookup culture. That's, that's, that's hookup culture. That's early 2000s. That's, like, extremely, like, mid-2000s internet. Like, that's, yeah. like, exactly yeah. what was going on. That's so yeah. emblematic of the time. <laughs> yeah, I want to give some shouts out to some players that I only know by their usernames. Uh, shouts out to Zaquan. Shouts out to Bookie Looky. Shouts out to Dead Center. Man, those are some old school homies. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gamer tags only, bro. Shouts out to uh, Vincent Squall Red Thirteen <laughs> Loud. My dad. My dad for sure. Um, Brad, well, I think, Brad the Slayer, my Diablo three character. Well, I think uh, I think after you know we've done our traditional shouts out, <laughs> uh, we should now head to a commercial break. So see you the other thing side. we always do. Hey everybody, it's uh, the Game Boys here uh, here to talk about uh, a new service. One that only one of us needs because my hair not doing great <laughs> health wise. <laughs> But we're going to talk about instant haircuts, which, Griffin, I'll be honest, you need one. Yeah, and I need it now. Yeah, honestly, it's like we have to record a podcast soon, and you're looking like Cousin It over there, and it's Uh, a mess. Is it so much to ask for me to close my eyelids, and then when my eyelids come back up, my hair is instantly cut? Actually, it's not, because of our new sponsor that I accidentally gave away before, Instant Haircuts. (laughs) It's a product. It's just like you put a little bowl on your head. 
you program in the image, and it's sort of like a reverse 3D printer. And then, like it carves, it carves out what you want from what's already there. Yeah, uh, it's affordable. It's weekly, um, and once you sign up for it, you can't get out of it for six months. Right. Uh, Let me clarify how it works. A person comes to your house and puts it on your head every week. Well, yeah, actually, you get a bowl sent to your house, uh, and it's called Insta Salon person. And then you put water in that, that grows a person, and they cut your hair. Right, so you get two bowls. One to grow the person out of, one to put on your head so that they can use the science. This is weird copy they sent us, and they should really... They it's sh- almost, they should it's almost as better. though the people who made this commercial don't understand how the product works. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's that time. She's here. Oh, God. Oh, Griffin's going to get clean. Uh, hi, I'm here to deliver your instant haircut. I should have never grown you in that bowl. (laughs) Well, get an instant haircut today if you want strangers to come into your house and cut up your head. Also, use promo code Game Boys. Please. Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Boys podcast. My name is still Lux. Your host is still Griffin Davis. Your guest is still Elisa and Ellis. And we are still talking about Wrath of the Lich King, which is the game we're talking about. But now it's time for us to rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. This is when we... Go around in a circle, give our final thoughts about the game, as well as a rating on a scale from one to five joysticks. And Elisa, you are our guest, so you go first, because of common courtesy. Oh, oh all right, great. Because <laughs> of common courtesy. <laughs> uh, yeah, final thoughts. Uh, it's a great game, and I think it did what World of Warcraft does. It has all the best elements of World of Warcraft before it started to get too uh, impersonal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I give it a, a four out of five. Nice. That's a reasonable score. Sounds yeah. good. A, f- a fair score indeed. This is one of those ones where I really not going to much to say about the ratings. So I haven't played this game in my life. Um, Griffin, mm-hmm. what, I, I'll just go because whatever. Um, I never played this game in my life. I won't. Um, but Arthas is cool. The world is cool. It seems like it's mechanically pretty fun. A lot of like the cool like conjoined world stuff it's doing like the zombie attack and like phasing and shit is pretty neat to me so it seems like it hits all of the things it wants to do so i guess we'll give it a four out of five too it seems like a four out of five game to me for like as far as doing what it wants to do yeah definitely um so griffin now that i've kind of made some shit up what, what do you think <laughs> uh well this is definitely like the most successful expansion pack in the history of world of warcraft i mean 12 million subscribers is insane uh it did a, a great it, it added so many things it gave you so much bang for your buck like new like a new class a new continent like all this new stuff they added eventually a looking for group uh feature towards the end of the expansion which was like huge um but uh it is also the sign of like the game starting to get a little in a certain way more impersonal uh like i agree with that um because it started to be a little bit like i don't need to put hours into developing relationships with people because it's getting easier just to meet up with strangers and like beat a dungeon and then just move on. Uh, so it is kind of like there are like the warning signs of the end, but it's like hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's awesome that they like are finally like kind of like capping the story of Warcraft, like because like Warcraft kind of ends on sort of like a what's going to happen next note. Um, and it is kind of cool to see the summary of that story. Um, most of the dungeons and raids are cool. Some of them are like a little too easy. Um but so I'm going to give it, you know, I'm going to I'm going to mirror our guests. And, you know, I think we're all going to have matching ratings with four out of five. Ah, classic on the same page. 
Uh, I, Hell yeah. I just guessed mine. <laughs> A classic four joystick controller. Yeah, one of the ones everyone loves to use. <laughs> um, but with that, that is in the ratings, which means it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Highlighted Segments. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the segment segment. This is the part where Griffin and I present our guest with segments that we've made up on our own. That are supposed to be pretty fun games, and we are going to play them together. Griffin, you can go first. What is your segment this week? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the video game news segment, Toxic or Toxic. That's right. This is a segment where I say video game news, and you can decide if it's toxic, like bad, or toxic, like the Britney <laughs> Spears song, which is a slap and a banger, and... Uh, the voice of any generation. Okay. Uh, new story. Uh, 1312 to find strongly by yeah. Britney Spears yeah. toxic. Honestly, a chimney sweep in the 1840s. <laughs> like, like toxic was about him. Okay. Uh, new story. Number one, Amazon prime members get free Nintendo switch online for a year. <laughs> you got to just go quickly from the gut with these. Oh, we're firing off quick. Oh, toxic. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, that one's good as hell. Uh, with the Persona Amiibo leak today, Best Buy has accidentally leaked over eight different game titles in the last two years. <laughs> I love when people fuck up with their jobs. <laughs> yeah, do we like leaks? I say do, 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 do. I think yeah. leaks are funny and stupid. Yeah, I like leaks like that where it's like Best Buy just like fucked up and put something on the shelf that they weren't supposed to. Like, yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> it's the yeah. best. Yeah. Okay. Gear, uh, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford uh, revealed Borderlands 3 after forcing the audience to watch him do magic tricks. Ooh, toxic. 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 <laughs> no one should be forced to watch close up magic. And then, uh, and then it's like an absolute crime. And then lastly, uh, our games has been shut down on April fool's day as a, to shed light on the bigotry in the online gaming community. Did you not look at Reddit? I, I looked at this. Do you want me to tell you what happened? What happened? They The front page on Red, on r slash games like shut I, down. It's so much research I do about it. It's, it's shut down. It's like a huge like thing where they're just talking about like, hey, um, instead of making a big joke, we want to talk about how like our community is all fucked up and we have all these like racist, misogynist, like transphobic gamer people who are posting all this shitty stuff and they shouldn't do that and it's bad. Um, So I think that that's it's like yeah, extremely I, good. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's like a little bit late in the game <laughs> as far as like public toxicity of gamers, but it's certainly a nice gesture. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next one. And Lux, what do you got for hey, us this week? Speaking of tastes, it's time for everyone's favorite game about analingus. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're playing a quick round of Do They Eat Ass. It's back. Um, it's back, baby. It's never going all the way away. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but the way this game works is that I will give you guys three video game characters, specifically characters from the Warcraft universe, and you will decide oh, whether yeah. it is through collaborative conversation or combative conflict whether or not these characters do indeed eat ass. The first on our list is Arthas. Whoa. Uh, is he the Lich King at this point? Excellent first question that I was also going to ask. <laughs> also, I was going to ask because I didn't write it down. I think yes, because we're doing Wrath the Lich King. Okay, the yeah, sure. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> so, are you implying that his human form wouldn't have? But I, his I don't think a paladin needs ass. Yeah, I think I think you're right, especially not Arthas. Arthas was definitely like kind of, uh, uh, kind of like pompous, and uh, didn't he like kind of uh, like uh, Anakin Skywalker, like a village or something? Isn't that like a big plot point in Warcraft? 
Oh, yeah, like the color, yeah, the 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 coloring part where you like destroy most of a town to like get rid of the monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is interesting though because usually we decide we people conclude that villains do not eat ass, and so it's interesting. Really? Yeah, usually because it's a it's a heroic gesture. I guess it's sort of the broader (laughs) consensus. Um, And so it's interesting to see, but I kind of agree. I think that uh, fucking Hmm. Lich King Arthas fucking. Rules are rules. Rules gone, baby. Take the. It's gonna be a. It's gonna, the restrictor be, a, it's gonna off. be a very soft no for me, simply because he's just kind of like always sitting up on that icy chair. I don't know. Right. Also, isn't his head just a helmet? Yeah. Well, the the helmet is the evil thing that like controls people, but there like always has to be someone wearing the helmet. Wait, is this just like Meet the Robinsons again, where the bad guy's a hat? The bad guy is a hat. Yeah. It is. Oh my god! Everywhere it's pretty I epic go. In that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the bad guy is a hat. <laughs> all right, next up we've got Gul'dan. So Gul'dan is uh, an orc sorcerer, warlock. right? Warlock, Thank and you. he uh, is kind of a bad guy, right? Uh, complicated yeah. figure, right? I believe. Yeah, he I feel like he's opens the gates from Draenor to Azeroth. Yeah, that sounds right. To bring the orcs to Azeroth, according to the Warcraft movie. Yes. Yeah. But he also kind of like has some evil intentions. I don't know. He's he like, you know, his people have been like subjugated and he's kind of like gone a darker route with like how to save his people. He's like kind of a Magneto. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like Magneto. Uh, and uh, he can like uh, break out of glass prisons. Right. right. I mean, he's not, he's not the same as Magneto. <laughs> he's, not, he's not identical to Magneto. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Ghoul Dan, Orcish Warlock. Does he eat ass? It's a hard no for me on this one. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Just like, yeah, what, why not? What, what, <laughs> I like your attitude. <laughs> I mean, he's someone, I mean, from, from the way you guys have laid it out so far, right? Mm-hmm. He's someone who clearly, like, you know, has heroic intentions, oh. right? Hmm. It's just kind of warped in the way that he, he employs them. You know, that's a fair point. I feel like he is really into controlling other people, and I'm and and mm. and I'm not sure if he is like. I just don't. Find, I feel like he's so selfish. Like he has, he has a guise of uh, he has a guise of like being a leader of his people, but I think at the end of the day, he's a con man, and con man don't eat ass. They just they they pretend just to do, pretend to. They just. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll buy that. That's, that a, sounds... that's a good. That's a good case for yeah. Golden Knight. Yes, I think. I, I think at the end of the day, I kind of got to go with Griffin on this one as well. He just seems like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, my main exposure, to, like I, I haven't played any of the games he's in for a long time. So he's only in one and two, but in fucking the movie, he seems like a fucking jackass. Um, but that could just be Duncan Jones's directing choices. Who knows? <laughs> um, director of Moon. <laughs> yeah, because they got most of that movie really right. Yeah, no, most of the movie seems really great. And then, last but not least, uh, my favorite character from when I was a kid, Illidan Stormrage. Oh, it's a hard yes, baby. Mmm, so good and tasty. Like, dude, if you have ever seen the raid that Illidan's in, it's like a fuck palace. <laughs> like, like, have you ever yeah, been to yeah. the, what's it called, I'm the so- Black Temple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's called the Black Temple. The, the, sorry, me. For some, why is why did you think that's what confused me and not when you said fuck palace? Oh, 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 <laughs> that's the thing that I was curious about more. No, yeah, like all the bosses are like sexy, kind of like Medusa ladies and stuff. And there's like all these like pillows and like kind of lounging areas. Yeah. Well, I mean, like his downfall is because he's like exploring shit that he shouldn't and he keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. And yeah. and I'm sure that at some point eating ass was was one of those things. Also, canon now, like Ilden is a good guy now after like Legion and stuff like he like helps the heroes like later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. He's like he's like honestly more like a Loki, like in the Marvel Universe figure at this point. Uh, like they like totally were like, ah, oh, people love Ilden so much. Let's like make him a good guy. Kind of like a bad, good guy. <laughs> sure. Like a kind of stone cold Steve Austin type. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He often, yeah. He often takes just like two like pints of mead and crashes and them, them on his head and <laughs> pours them in his mouth, sprays them out of a hose at Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah. Um, Ilden's a fucking boss. He's the shit. Uh, you are not prepared is definitely what he says in bed. That was his classic trailer line. You're not prepared. Cool. Um, well, that'll do it for that segment of Do They Eat Ass, which means that we are at the end of the show. So, Elisa, thank you so much for coming on. You've been a fucking awesome guest. Where can the people will find more of you on the Internet, which I'm sure they will want to? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter is Elisa McBear and uh, Cutscene Show. That's that's me. Cool. Well, check out Cutscene for sure. Check out Elisa on the gram and, and the rest of the web. Griff Dog, what you got for me, bud? Wow. What a life. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about my life. Uh, you know, I don't got anything to promote. Just just go to Game Boys Pod. Yeah, go to Game Boys Pod. Um, and while you're there, uh, get slide more DMs. Leave us a message. We'll read it on the show uh, if you want. Or we won't if you don't want us to. But then why did you do it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Get your the other thing that you can do together. <laughs> that super duper helps us out is to oh, yeah. leave a review do we got on a new review? iTunes. Oh, we've well, we've we've gotten more than we've caught. We haven't caught up to the ones we had before. Dope. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for everyone's reviews. They're super helpful. They really, really help us put on the like get people to see the show and, and get our audience to continue growing, which is awesome. And so we have one from today from Cards Fan 21 who says this pod slaps. Rare to find an actually funny video game podcast. Five stars. Nice. So thank you, Cards Fan 21. Thank you, to everyone. Um, and remember, you can always find. Thank you for slapping with us. Thank you. You can always find uh, Griffin's funny sketches. At Dad's new apartment. You can find my videos at. Uh, wisecrack and also all the PWR videos. If you go to Party World Wrestling on Facebook and PD- PWRbabies.com. And you, if you look up PWR Babies, that's the event that's coming up. Not really. Oh, surely, surely the truth will have been disclosed by the time this drops on Wednesday. I hope. I don't want to deal with this anymore. This joke has gotten out of control and I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> but that being said, that's the end of our show. That'll do it for us, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis. Your guest is Lisa and Ellis. Your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your international music is by Matthew Morton, and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. 